0: Welcome back to the Resilient Entrepreneur Podcast. This is Kevin Johnson of Leverage Consulting. And today we're gonna talk about a super serious topic and that is feeling versus knowing. And it's a super serious topic because it's all about you and your future. So all too often in working with clients, talking to friends and so forth, I oftentimes run into people who are 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 telling a story about something, they're sharing something, and they're talking about why they really think, for example, they thought 2020 was a terrible year, or they thought last month was terrible, or they thought that last Tuesday was not a good day. And I start, and we'll start asking questions. And in the end, what it comes down to is they felt like, It may have been something terrible. And when we start running the numbers, when we start pulling some reports out of their system, we come to find out that actually maybe it wasn't bad. Maybe it was equal to what we would have expected to happen. Maybe it's equal to what we did last year. Maybe it actually exceeded what we thought. That's actually been one of the biggest things I've always found to be a huge compliment or even something that's really just hilarious, is when I've had a few times in, in my career of coaching and consulting is that I'll have someone who will call me up and bless me out, tell me some pretty unsavory things, and tell me that their practice is not doing well or the business is not doing well. And what it really boiled down to for many of them was that uh, they felt like their practice was in decline they felt like their business was not doing well and then we ran the numbers and i'd say on average most of those times we found out that their their businesses may have been up say 20 percent and you know for some it may have been 12 percent, for others it may have been as much as say 30 or 40 percent and it was it was hilarious after the fact at the time it was not so fun but after the fact, it was really pretty hilarious because they felt like everything was in decline. And the reason was that things were not as stressful as what they were in the past. And really, for them, it was much—it was basically a sign of a tipping point for them because it showed that their business was not as stressful as it used to be. They were used to, when they were doing well, they were sweating and things were just, they felt like a firefighter all day but they their, their business, their practice has gotten to the point to where, I'm not going to say it's on autopilot, but to produce what they used to produce is nowhere near the stress. And maybe it's half the stress. Um, and oftentimes as owners, leaders, managers of this business or practice, they felt like they were always the one involved in every step along the way. And now we have team members who are responsible for certain aspects of the business. We have certain team members that are literally now telling the surgeon, the dentist, the builder, the real estate agent, whoever it may be, they're telling them what to do as opposed to be waiting to be told what to do. And it really is a beautiful place. But this goes back to the, uh, the mindset or the feeling of whether we feel like things are in decline or doing really well, or whether we know it. And you, for those of you who know me, I got my degree in accounting and, or those of you who may not know me, um, I got my degree in accounting because I always liked being able to see things, prove things. But I also, I like being a historian up to a point. After that, I like being really an influencer in the sense that we can influence what happens in the future. Um, being a historian is only good, you know, I I think it's great. I love history. Um, but there's nothing we can do to change yesterday. What we can do is change what happens tomorrow. And with numbers, with data, with information, and you know, i d I'm uh, you know, we don't like turning this stuff into like the Ben Stein Bioler, Bioler. You know, we don't like that. Okay, but numbers numbers can be interesting and exciting to the sen- in, in the sense that we can see if we're making progress or not. We can go back and diagnose and focus our efforts in on certain things. So for example, I have a client right now where we felt like things were okay, but in reality, once we start pulling a few numbers, we get a report, it clearly indicates we have some serious opportunities. I'm not going to say they're problems, but we have some serious opportunities. Uh, I had a client a year ago that they couldn't understand why their practice was not doing as well as it was, even though they produce way beyond most other practices. They couldn't figure out why their practice was not doing as well as it was before. And we could dig into, you know, are they producing enough or their schedule or what have you? In reality, it was a simple analysis and it was. They were 268 patients behind what they had the previous year. So unless they seriously increased their production per patient, which was pretty doubtful because they were really doing well in that department to begin with, it was really a matter of pouring the time, effort, and money into the marketing side of things to ensure that they maintained a certain patient flow. So it allows us to diagnose progress, and and those things are important for the entire team to see. But as leaders and managers, you need to know when we're making progress. We also need to know, again, how to focus our efforts. Um, It's good to know that certain areas of our practice may be doing well. So, for example, if we poured a lot of effort historically into cleaning up our accounts receivable, we get it to a certain benchmark. So some of my clients, when we have a benchmark of our accounts receivable being no more than two weeks of our average production, two weeks of our average uh, adjusted production over the last two months. If we can keep it somewhere in that benchmark, we're doing really well. So that means this system and these team members are working really well. But now we have another part of our practice and whether it's new patients or it's our production or it's something else, we know that this area is okay. And we can maybe devote one to 5% of our time and effort To that. We just want to keep an eyeball on it. But now we need to go all in on this other area because we know if this area is doing okay over here, we go over to this area over there and we can seriously move the needle for our business and our practice if we focus on the things where we have a pretty significant gap from where we are today and where we need to be. And we only get there by looking at numbers on a regular basis. And numbers in the previous podcast I talked about to do lists and those those things as well the, the completed items on a to do list are pretty important too because if you've done if you've marked five or ten things off your to do list that enable us to move the needle in the right direction, say on new patient flow, new clients, if we're able to mark off three things that are really big things that should be moving the needle in the right direction for our uh, schedule or in our production. And though, and we're not seeing the needle move the way we want it to. But the question is, are we monitoring that to even see it? And somebody's got to do it. It may not be, it may not be the thing that gets your blood pumping in the morning to look at it. But I do know most entrepreneurs, owners, leaders, managers. When we see the number on paper, when we see that that one number, whether it's you know um, we targeted something or we knew where we were before and we're still in that same spot. I'm pretty sure all of you would see that something's got to change. Those five things we've knocked off our to-do list, either they're not being done consistently, they're not being done the right way, or maybe it was a good try, but it was not the right strategy or wrong timing, and we need to do something different. But that's how you make those corrections and adjustments. And if we're doing that daily, weekly, and monthly, then you keep your business agile and we can adjust to things as we're going. I think last year was a great show of how we need to stay agile and how we need to stay solutions oriented. So with that said, I love my numbers. I hope you love numbers because it does show where we're making great progress and where you can identify your opportunities. So again, it was great talking to you today. If you have questions, you have topics you want me to cover, feel free to reach out. Until next time.